welcome to Astro Talks with Los Angeles-based professional astrologer, Astro Chris, your source for weekly astrology, spiritual talk, and moon magic. Your energetic support is much appreciated, and I thank you for your five-star rating. You are a star. Gracias. In this week's astrology, we start the beginning of the week with lots of movement. We have a beautiful set of aspects that are just calming the energy down, still creating movement and changes and adjustments, but all with harmony and positivity. Now, before I start with the astrology of the week, I did want to talk about a very auspicious alignment that is happening currently right now. So for the past week or so, we have been able to view all the planets at dawn, including Mercury. Now, Mercury is the hardest to view as he's the closest to the sun. So he travels so close that as soon as he's visible, about 30 minutes after that, the sun rises. And when the sun rises, we no longer can see the planets. Now, why is this a big deal? Um, As a Hellenistic astrologer, this was one of the practices that builds astrology, the astrology that we know today. There has been modern astrology that has changed and influenced and developed and I truly appreciate that because there is the evolution of consciousness and we are not stuck in the same mindset that we had back then when astrology was being created or developed or researched which now at this point we use as those are the texts that's the ancient um, astrology that we use and we reference back because those documents and texts would show us patterns that now we use and this is why connecting and viewing these things are so important within astrology which is something that I believe has been very disconnected and in order to embody the full love, the full beauty of astrology, we do need to connect to the sky. And this is why, because astrologers didn't have fancy software like we do, which I'm so thankful for. I love it, Age of Aquarius. I love the software. Um, We wouldn't be able to facilitate astrology and learn it as quickly if we didn't have that because we would be have we would depend on ephemerides and you know a lot of calculations and having our telescope and measuring and you know following this the the planets and their orbits yeah that was all part of it so astrologers would dedicate their lives in studying the sky and how they came up with astrology with the orbits and they got these orbits to the T, almost exact to perfection, was by viewing the sky. Now, alignments like this show us 
how the sky comes alive. In modern astrology, we use Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, Chiron, and other asteroids. But in Hellenistic astrology, we used the seven visible planets. That's the Sun, the Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, which will all line up and be visible in the early morning about an hour before the sun rises. Now, depending on your elevation, you can see Mercury it, because Mercury is very close to the horizon, the eastern horizon. You do have to go somewhere high, like maybe your rooftop or go to a city that has higher elevations so you can view this. But if you can't do that, the only thing I ask is get up early, prepare your coffee or your tea, and just go outside, look towards the eastern horizon, and just sit with that energy to embody the planets. I am going to be hosting a choose your own rate workshop where I am going live when I do my alignment and meditation with the planets i've been doing it for the past week or so but i'm going to do it when it's gonna be at its peak when mercury is the furthest from the sun so the most visible which would be june 24th if you're interested in that go ahead and go to my website under events you'll catch that information i'm also going to be doing a moon gazing challenge that starts on the new moon in cancer which is happening next week so all these practices also build on our spiritual practice and awaken our intuition and our third eye so very fun stuff either way let's get to the astrology of the week because like i mentioned the start of the week has the most action now we start off the week with june 20th and mercury is making a sextile to Jupiter. So Mercury and Gemini making a sextile to Jupiter. And this is happening at 12.43 a.m. And the casting chart for that in Los Angeles is a Pisces rising with a Pisces moon, Sun and Gemini, and Mercury and Gemini, and Jupiter in Aries. Now, this is great for written work any type of written work so if you want to publish something work on publishing something work on um, revamping your resume work on applying for a, a scholarship or entering a very competitive program or anything that has to do with written words this is the aspect you want to start doing it you want to set the intention meaning you have to set this in motion during this aspect it's beautiful it is great it's a very optimistic very energetic because we get the archetype of Aries great time to start reading something very insightful that's going to expand your mind you might even feel a urge to start reading something like I actually uh, landed on this amazing book that I'm going to start reading about women and society. So I will post that in my IG and keep you guys 
abreast of what I'm reading, but I'm a big book nerd. I love to read and I love to read all sorts of books. So this is the aspect and I actually have these two aspecting in my natal chart. So it just shows you when Mercury and Jupiter are in harmony and they're aspecting each other, the mind wants to expand. The mind is curious to develop belief systems and it's much more easier to soak in the information. This is also good for enrolling in any educational course or taking a um, e-course or enrolling in a webinar or spontaneously planning a getaway, a quick getaway to recharge, reset. So that is amazing. And that's for June the 20th. Then we have Venus forming a trine to Pluto at 1.22 a.m., and this is the day after. This is June the 21st. Now, anytime any planet communicates with Pluto, that's deep. But Venus in Taurus trining Pluto in Capricorn is all about deep relationships, deep bonds, deep merging. So this aspect is nothing light at all however it's not as difficult as other pluto aspects that we can experience this is going to be felt more on a deep level but to bond in a very positive way this aspect is devoted and it's very faithful and will expect the same from others so natives that do have venus and pluto context especially supportive the trine and the sextile, they tend to love and bond very deeply and they expect that same reciprocity from their partners as well. This is great for negotiating, um, especially a very lucrative contract or a joint partnership or venture. It can actually go very well if the negotiations happen during this time because power and money are harmonizing. Um, Pluto rules power, Venus rules money, so as a harmonizing trine can be very positive now internally a desire to bond romantically is also going to be felt so you're going to feel love in the air but this is like deep animalistic love where you just want to bond and merge with someone else just with the astrologer ordered so go out there feel romantic feel this love even if you don't have a partner, you can always do things for yourself and express self-love or start a self-love practice for yourself. So you're not excluded from this aspect. Just keep in mind, there's nothing superficial about this aspect. This is deep. This is felt to the core and it's bonding. Boom. Then from there, we have the sun ingressing to cancer on the same day at 2.14 a.m. Now, remember, I am a Los Angeles-based astrologer, so these times are going to be for PST. You can adjust for your area. Now, the sun ingressing cancer, this is another pivotal moment. This is a new season. This is the start of the summer solstice. And astrologers back then didn't just focus on the sky. That was part of it. Remember, astrology is how the cosmos affects life on earth we cannot leave earth behind we cannot leave the life 
that is living on Gaia behind because they're part of it. We're interconnected. And what happens in the cycles of the sky affect us down here. And this is how we build those seasons. During this time in the Northern Hemisphere, where astrology was developed, we would see the sun get stronger and stronger. Now, when the sun enters the sign of cancer, this marks the beginning of life itself. This is a nurturing water. Cancer is cardinal waters. It's nurturing, caring water that nurtures living beings. This season marks the most active time of the year. The animal kingdom, including us, rejoice. We see the animals way more active. I mean, the birds have not stopped chirping. The days are longer. Just we want to go out there and mingle and socialize and speak and talk and do things. And I know today I was at the beach with my children and my family. And that's what we were doing. We were just bathing in the sun, enjoying the water, taking in the salt water smell and just revitalizing our soul yes it's not summer solstice yet but we're already in that last degrees where the sun is in gemini and it's mutable energy turning into that cardinal sun so this is how the cosmos affects life down here we know that during this time it's a more vivacious time now the solstice chart is beautiful the big three are in cardinal signs. The moon does happen to fall in Aries at three degrees. So it is forming a square to the sun. And uh, Jupiter's at six, Chiron's at 16, Mars at 20, and the ascendant is at 29 Aries. So we have a stadium in Aries. This is the energy of spring. But now the sun is in the energy of summer but they're both in cardinal signs so what that means is we're still carrying on with the agenda with everything that we planted during the spring equinox we're going to see this move forward quickly and fast and spread so there's a lot of changes there's Jupiter expanding everything and then that big concentrated power of Aries planet and the ruler of Aries also being there. So this actually seems to be a very benefic time. Even though the moon and the sun are forming a square of sorts, it's still forming a benefic time and the solstice chart marks how the season is going to be felt and their cycles within cycles in astrology and the other ingressions just give you an, a deeper layer and flavoring of how this main concept is playing out. And lastly, we have Venus ingressing Gemini. And this is going to be on June 22nd at 5.35 p.m. PST. And the ascendant for that is going to be Scorpio at 29 degrees. The moon is in Aries at 24 degrees and the sun already in Cancer at one degree. Uh, Venus is leaving the sign of Taurus where she is in rulership and then going into the sign of Gemini where she's meeting up with Mercury and sharing a house with Mercury. 
For the rest of the week, we have that adjustment to the sun ingressing Cancer. And then we're also going to have the new moon in Cancer. And that is happening the following week. And all I can tell you is that moon is the most beautiful moon that we will have for 2022. So even this week is very beautiful and harmonious. So plant those seeds. Connect with water. On the day of the solstice, I'd recommend that you take a cleansing bath with salt and essential oils to revitalize your energy and connect to the energy of the sun in Cancer. I really thank you so much and don't forget to like, subscribe, Wherever you're listening to this recording, if it's on the podcast, I'd appreciate a review. If it's on YouTube, go ahead and comment below. Let me know what you think. I reply to all my comments.